Welcome to Sober Soapbox with Shanti, where we're going to talk recovery, healing and transformation and how that influences and affects daily life. If I think it, I'm going to say it and we're going to talk openly about it. So in a previous podcast, we delved into a personal story, which was all mine, and it was quite dark at times. My addiction uncovered, the trials and tribulations of relationships and friendships under pressure, a childhood and family life that was very damaged, and the setbacks and the hardship of a massive life change that needed to happen. Now, this got me thinking that there is so much good stuff going on in life daily. But what does it take to keep it that way? What do we concentrate on to make sure life works out for us and keeps us wanting to live? We have seen the rock bottom and the depths of wanting it all to end sometimes, including for some of those horrible suicidal thoughts that come with addiction. And so I start with the biggest feeling that keeps me motivated, especially when things are hard and I think of throwing the towel in. The most underrated thing we don't give credit to, and that has been life-changing for me, gratitude. I know that since I've found this and acknowledged it, it has multiplied in abundance daily. I think it's become a habit for me to look at the good now in everything, which is so strange and it got me to thinking, did I ever have gratitude like this before? Because towards the end of my addiction, I didn't love anything and I know that I didn't have it like this. I do remember when I used to see all those grateful posts online, I'd be like, oh, really, is anyone that happy with life? Honestly, what wanker posts? But when I got sober, I was obviously looking for things to grab onto everywhere and anywhere because I was so lost. I think if I had to go back to December last year at my first ever meeting, the thing that I noticed first when I walked into the room was the overwhelming laughter. And once I became a regular, everyone was always so positive and grateful. And when sharing stories, it was always what good came out of it. No matter how awful the situation was, the general basis of every single share is that there is always something to be grateful for. And most of the time, it was all basic, being there at the meeting, sharing, family, a good thing that had happened, never about material issues or any other stuck up things. It was just about being alive and healthy and happy. It was so humbling. I wanted so badly what these people had. It was the complete opposite of the emptiness I felt inside. Because my eyes and brain had been closed off for so long to the beauty and happiness around me, when I slowly started sobering up as the weeks went by, I started seeing the beauty in the most arbitrary of things. And I say arbitrary because these are things I never would have noticed in the past. Rays of sunshine bouncing off the water on my daily walks. The birds singing. The one day I stood with my feet in the ocean and felt and watched the waves slowly lapping over my toes. And remember thinking, wow, that's beautiful. Now you can laugh at how cheesy this sounds, but it was like I was seeing all of this for the first time. I obviously wasn't though. I had just forgotten how truly amazing these small things were and are. And this is why I will reiterate this is not only for the recovering addict, but for anyone who's battling and feeling down. Something so simple and small that made my heart warm and brought a smile to my face. Something happened inside me and it made me feel good. Here I was, broken, and having lost so much around me, yet these small things made me light up. 
And so I started looking for things like this everywhere around me, no matter where I was. Walking through the mall and hearing the laughter of a random child and seeing the absolute happiness on their faces because they had foam on their upper lips from their hot chocolates. My dog looking at me lovingly for the hundredth pet of the day. Someone's beautiful post of a sunrise in the morning. Small beautiful things we see every day, but that we miss because we are involved in our own thoughts and troubles. And the more I practiced it, the more I believed it. And the more I believed it, the happier I became. Now I'm one of those wanker-sharing people that post all sorts of gratitude happiness quotes and stories. I believe that sharing your gratitude with others is contagious. And you know what? If someone likes my stuff and it makes them happy, then job done. Otherwise, scroll past and delete me, bitches. I'm going to share my happiness when I see it and feel it. As someone amazing once told me, how does it get better than this? I now know fully what she meant by that. Just last week, I had the shittiest week. Yes, I still have those, unfortunately. But I had the choice to either live there and mope about it or choose how to deal with it then and there. I chose to mope and I did this for a little longer than I really care to admit. This was caused by the shitty action of another person towards me, and that took away my joy and happiness, which then in turn affected my family and the people around me. Because I momentarily, and by momentarily being a couple of days, went back to being my old self. I stopped communicating. I started living inside my head again, and then the situation spiraled out of control in there, and I became a miserable mess. I found it hard to see anything good around me because now I was back in the old mode of poor me. It's such a dangerous place for me to go to because my mind starts reverting to, if I drank now, this would all go away and I wouldn't need to deal with any of this. But after a few days, I started looking for ways to pick myself up and get out of my dying hole. I decided, okay, I know gym works for me, so let's get dressed and pull myself towards myself. I hadn't been to gym for a while because... I'd had COVID, and then this happened with a supposed friend, and I let this consume my life, and I just became unmotivated to do pretty much anything. The scary thing is, the slip into the state of mind happens so quickly. And don't get me wrong, it's okay to feel down. It's going to happen. We don't want to put this brave face on all the time, that everything is always okay, because That is also not good and it's exhausting and you will eventually crash and burn like I did at the end of last year. But you cannot unpack in the despair and live there. So find that thing that you know will start the fire in your belly again. Mine is gym or going on a long beach walk. It's an absolute mood booster for me and a space for me to clear those negative thoughts. I have learned that these are my go-tos. Doing either of these daily keeps me sane and quite level-headed most of the time. So to start, the first step was the act of putting my gym gear on. And my husband and I were having a conversation about gym uh, with him asking, oh, so you're going to gym today? To which I defensively replied, yes, and what's the problem with that? And then out of nowhere, having my 11-year-old son shout from across the room, you go, mom. And I sat there quite stunned by his outburst of enthusiasm for me. And I said, Thank you, my boy. And my face lit up and I smiled this massive smile. And I said to myself, yes, you go, mom. Look at you being a great example for your boy. High bloody five. 
And then it all dawned on me in that split second and from that simple comment that I had momentarily forgotten that these are the people that matter. This is who you need to set an example for. And while you don't have to be unkind to people that are shitty, you realize it is more to do with them than you and you can wish them well and be on your way. Not everything needs a reaction. And by me spending a few days moping, I had taken happiness away from myself and the people that love and appreciate me. Now, it doesn't have to be Jim. I'm just using that as an example. But I grabbed onto that small gesture of my boys, and it suddenly became the biggest thing in my life, and it turned my whole thought pattern around. This is something I would never have been able to do in the days of addiction and alcohol fog. I would have just lived there, living the same moments over and over and getting stuck in that merry-go-round of self-pity. What's learned from this is that next time something bad happens and it affects me, I can let it for a bit while I work through the emotions, but I need to then challenge myself to look for things to be grateful for in difficult circumstances. This is the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and the basis of what I feel gratitude starts with. And once we grab onto this and practice it along with all the other small things we are grateful for, it then allows you to deal with the difficult situations when they arise by looking for the good. Going forward, while I've used this specific situation as an example, what I will take out of this is that they are always going to be shitty people. They are not going anywhere. It's how we react that makes all the difference in our lives. So looking at most situations thrown our way, we are how we choose to approach and react to it that is going to determine how we handle it. If we let our emotions take control and take over, we are going to fail every time. We need to question ourselves, why do we let the negative things linger when there is so much positive to be thankful for? I read that recovery is the only high that keeps getting better as you do it. While I completely agree because I'm in the midst of it, if you're battling generally day to day, life also gets better if you use the right tools. Expressing gratitude is more than courtesy, manners or being polite. It's about showing appreciation. When you thank someone, you're also practicing gratitude. You've noticed something good and you've genuinely appreciated it. This makes me think of that old saying that a person who is not nice to the waiter is not a nice person. And this really rings true here because that is just the basic level of courtesy for someone that is actually serving you. And if you can't show gratitude at this basic level, you need to reevaluate. Which leads me into an example. Just this morning at my very busy cafe by Jim, ordering a coffee with a simple smile on my face, a good morning, how are you, which then led into a conversation about swimming with the barista taking my order. He was smiling, I was smiling, I could see that he was happy that I'd acknowledged him and engaged with him and that made me feel good and I left with an extra spring in my step. The point of this though for me now with gratitude is not only for me to feel good, but I hope that he started his day really well and he goes through today feeling good by one small act that could have an effect. Whether or not he did, I won't know, but what I do know is that these small acts work for me and I'm going to carry on doing that because it feels good. Gratitude is not hard. Being truly thankful is not hard. Finding the joy in simple things is not hard. Being thankful for your health, being thankful for having a roof over your head, sharing compliments. If you think someone looks nice, 
Tell them they look great. Not in a creepy way, though. If you're standing in a line and you love the shoes someone is wearing in front of you, tell them. We don't know the knock-on effect we have in people's lives. Being thankful for something as small as a smile someone threw your way. When I do my beach walks, I make a point of smiling as I pass people, and most mornings it's pretty busy. I never used to smile at people walking past. I was always so in my own head of chaos. Even though I have earphones on listening to music, I still smile now. In the beginning, I wanted to see how many people didn't smile back, and I only ever counted one. This now has become a natural thing for me. I just smile at everyone, and I believe these small acts build our gratitude. The benefits of practicing gratitude are endless. And you know what? I'm sure you will agree. The world needs more of this. Gratitude is a powerful catalyst for happiness. It sounds so cheesy that you can cultivate gratitude, but the more you practice it, the more abundant it becomes. If you're battling to start somewhere, spend a few moments each morning thinking about the things in your life that you are grateful for. Since I've started practicing this, I have found things I never even knew I was grateful for. It's said gratitude helps with mental illness and has physical benefits too. Studies have shown feeling thankful can improve sleep, mood, and immunity. It can also decrease depression and anxiety. I know it has had the most incredible positive influence inside me and has hugely improved the quality of my life. And you know what? I couldn't be more grateful. Joshua Tongle quoted, it takes a lot of courage to have an attitude of gratitude during the dark times, but once you have it, it empowers you. And I couldn't agree with that quote more. It was my darkest times that I found it, and it has been my saving grace since then. So the step to practicing an attitude of gratitude. One, start small, looking for the smaller blessings that may be being overlooked daily. A chat with a friend, a smile from someone you don't know, a peaceful walk in nature. Take a moment each day to look around you for something valuable and meaningful to you and acknowledge it to brighten your outlook and boost your mood. Once you start doing this, make it a daily habit. Two, stay away from negative and ungrateful people. Now, I lump those two together because they generally go together. I'm not talking about someone that's going through a hard time here and needs your support. We all know someone that no matter what is constantly ungrateful and negative about everything. You know that they should be grateful, but they only see what doesn't benefit them. And it always becomes that poor me self-pity party. Just like gratitude is contagious, so is negativity. Stay away. Immediate red flag. Do not hang around. Three, and this is my favorite, a gratitude photo album on your phone. Shock, horror, and half frickin' cheese ball. But you know what? It's great. If there is a specific moment or memory that brings joy, add it to the album. It can be anything, even a screenshot of meaningful texts or events coming up or past. It doesn't just have to be people or things. Now, the important thing to remember here is that this shouldn't cause pressure. Just add to it when you like and keep it creative and happy. Who knew there was so much to talk about on gratitude? Thank you for listening to me chat about life. And yes, I will be here next week again. As always, feel free to share your stories or send your questions and thoughts through via email where I'll be happy to chat about them or answer any questions. 
You can connect with me on Instagram at Sober Soapbox, and you can use my link tree to subscribe, connect, or email. Or you can email me directly on Sober Soapbox at Yahoo.com. Views expressed in this podcast do not constitute advice or services. The thoughts and opinions are mine solely and should not be substituted as professional or medical advice.